Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Golden Astrologer Podcast. My name is Deb McBride, and today is May 31st, 2020, and I am broadcasting from lovely Escazú, Costa Rica. And it is a rockin' time in the astrological world. Um, so this week we have a number of uh, aspects and excitable events that we need to speak about. So let's start with the most excitable of them all, which would be Friday's lunar eclipse. So I know it's only Sunday, but we have to talk about Friday. So uh, there is a lunar eclipse. This is the first eclipse since January, early January. And this is something very uh, different than the eclipse we had back on January 10th, because that was more the Capricorn Cancer flavor, and this is the Gemini Sagittarius flavor because the nodes have changed signs. So now we have the North Node in Gemini, the South Node in Sagittarius, and that means that when we are looking at our experiences, we are focusing on going in the direction of communication of um thinking, articulating, um, moving thoughts, moving energy. It's all in the Gemini direction. We containing our own thoughts, having our own opinions and expressing our opinions, um, and forming our opinions, um, more so than anything like taking the opinions of the teachers or the, 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 gurus or you know it's more important you know to take that information in and just say okay i'm and i'm moving forward right now uh with my own thoughts my own opinions and we've been talking about this for a few weeks now but this week there is an eclipse and it is at 15 degrees of gemini and 15 degrees of sagittarius where the sun is in uh, gemini and the moon is in sagittarius so it's a lunar eclipse it's at the full moon which is lunar eclipse <laughs> and um it is a very interesting event because it occurs at 15 degrees and so the sun is not alone it is with venus venus is retrograde as we've been speaking about the last few weeks and venus is sitting with the sun so this is a very you know on one hand very interesting eclipse because venus is involved okay but the eclipse occurs since it's lunar it occurs at the moon which is at the close to the south node now they are not exactly at the nodes so we're going to be just aware of that but they are in the same sign as the nodes now venus won't be exactly on the sun because they're going to do that earlier in the week and we'll get back to that one but right now the, we're going to talk more importantly about this because so you have on one side of the seesaw you have the sun and venus on the other side of the seesaw you have the moon and this is important because we have you know venus as the planet of love and beauty and um art and aesthetic and and relationships and this is involved in the eclipse so we can say on one level yes venus is going to be part of the eclipse and the eclipse for us is going to involve our venus and so that means you know relationships and uh experiences and relationships and venus being in retrograde is the internal experience of relationships so maybe you don't experience something 
directly out in the world on the surface, but you are experiencing something internally about Venus and your relationships or your aesthetic or your art or your money because Venus does rule money. And there's this, you know, duality because it's in Gemini. So on the one hand, you think of one thing going on. On the other hand, you think of something else that's uh, the opposite end of the coin. Well, maybe I should do this or maybe I should do that. And those are Those are perfectly legitimate thoughts to ponder right now and emotions to ponder right now. So, but this is not all that's happening. So in the sign of Pisces, which makes what we call a square to both Gemini and to Sagittarius, um, we have Mars and we have Neptune. Now Mars is almost exactly square the eclipse. So a square is a 90 degree aspect. It's a challenging aspect. But what we've got going on with this eclipse is what we call a T-square. So a T-square is uh, three planets in an arrangement where two planets are opposite one another and one is in the middle, making a 90-degree aspect, a perpendicular aspect to both of those planets that are in opposition to one another. It looks like a T, like when you know when artists have a T-square, designers have a T-square, and they're doing their drawings with T-squares, architects use T-squares. Um, yes, that's what it looks like. It's the letter T. Um, and also, T is for table. And when you have a table that's missing a leg, there is an empty space there. So if you have a table and it's, you know, unbalanced because it's supposed to have, it's got four corners and three corners have legs and one corner does not, you know that the table goes out of balance. And despite the fact that you have three stable legs, a lot of times the table tips, the corner of the table tips in the direction of the empty space, which in this case is the sign of Virgo. So it would be about 15 degrees of Virgo. If you have something at 15 degrees of Virgo, you have some planets in Virgo, you may feel this very strongly because Mars is now opposing that spot. And so these three planets, the sun, the moon, and Mars are really in this connection, this, this T-square, this missing table leg. And so the empty space is sitting in Virgo. Now we have Mars, which is the planet of assertion and the warrior planet and the confidence planet and the planet of all things associated with the masculine, whereas Venus is associated with the feminine. And so everybody Everybody has Venus and Mars in their chart. It's not like men just have Mars. They don't have Venus. They have Venus too. And so, you know, women, same thing. They have a Mars, even though they're feminine, they have a Venus and a Mars. So everybody has to balance these energies during the eclipse. Venus wants to hold back right now because she's retrograde. Mars is interestingly in Pisces, which is not an assertive sign for Mars. And so maybe it's like feeling things out before it moves forward in any in any sort of way. Mars is with Neptune. So now we have an ex almost exact square of Mars to the sun and the moon. And it makes, you know, it, it's going to be talking to Venus earlier in the week, but it's headed, Mars is headed towards Neptune. And Neptune is within range of this eclipse. So what does this mean? It means relationships are high priority on the eclipse list. So relationships with friends, relationships with family, relationships with partners, whether business or personal, relationships with your cat, dog, and, 
you know, your plants. <laughs> when, when you speak of you know, relationships, this is a broad thing. It is Venus and Mars. So we are dealing with, yes, male and female energies that are at odds with each other right now. So there's a lot of division in the world and there have been a lot of uh, extreme events, especially in the United States. And so eclipses bring things to the table. And when eclipses are not just eclipses and they have other planets involved, the planets flavor the eclipses. So now Mars is involved. So there's violence in the world. And it seemed to sort of come out of nowhere. It seemed that one minute it was something and the next thing it was something else. And this is, this is sort of an igniting of what's been happening. You know, I think that this in no small part has to do with the, the pandemic and this, you know, the events in the United States. On top of that, I think people just exploded. I think that, you know, they, they just enough is enough. And one of the things that we have to be aware of, all of us, the rest of us that are not out involved in this, the rest of us who are observing this, the rest of us in the rest of the world and wherever we are, we have to be aware and conscious and connected to the relationship energies. And it's, we're going through some very traumatic, unbelievable times. And I have talked about this year consistently and the fact that we were going to have a very intense year and that this year is deeply, profoundly a turning point in the end of an era and the beginning of a new era. And this eclipse is no exception. So when we get involved with, you know, eclipses, we expect emotions to come to the table. Things that were festering for a long time, they come up. Things that are unquestioned, they come up. If you and your, you know, partner are having a partner because there is an opposition here. So it could be your business partner or your creative partner or whoever sits across the table from you. Um, it's, it's, definitely the need to reflect because of Venus retrograde on the partnership and what it means and how you go forward and what you need to do and those kinds of things. So that being said, eclipses bring things out of the woodwork, especially when Neptune is involved. And so suddenly something happens and Neptune's involved and we are thoroughly, completely questioning what's happening, what's coming out of the woodwork, who's involved, what, what do we do? And Neptune is not an easy planet to contend with, especially when Mars is about to contact it, because Mars, Mars is a very different energy. It's in Pisces. So it's a, it's a trickier experience of Mars. Now, I've been talking about this on my Instagram the last few days, if you've seen it, but, you know, on my Instagram videos, but Mars and Neptune do not agree necessarily because Mars likes to assert Mars likes to move forward Neptune sort of vanishes and Mars can get caught up in vanishing so you would think oh what's going to happen you know this could be really potent yes it's potent but it's in this internal experience so Mars and Neptune are not in your face you know, warrior energy, although it may look like that from judging from the way the world is right now, but there's a lot, Mars is still in 
if you take Neptune out of the picture, Mars is still in the middle of the eclipse. And we feel eclipses before they actually happen. So Mars is talking to the sun and the moon, which are, you know, duking it out. And things are absolutely very intense right now. And so Mars greets Neptune. And normally when Mars greets Neptune, it's like, okay, la-di-da, we're having this you know, inspirational moment. We're having a creativity moment. We're having a moment where we may not understand things clearly. And Mars comes to Neptune and we understand a little better or things happen behind our backs or we get backstabbed and we, we can't believe that this is happening. So what you want to do is you want to look at Mars and Neptune and you want to say, okay, where can I shift energy, but not like you, you don't, this is not the time to go gangbusters. This is the time to do subtle shifting in Neptune is a planet of the unconscious. It rules the, the stuff we're not seeing everything behind the curtain. And so Mars with Neptune is, you know, energy asserted again, behind the curtain. And when Venus and Mars are not in the most uh, communicative or the most gentlest of relationships with one another they are you know gonna have a little bit of a few things to say to one another and maybe point a few fingers and so we have to be very very careful this week this is not the time for intense relationship conversations they may come to the table but I would if you don't have to talk about it don't turn it into an issue don't if you don't need to have that discussion right now, don't do it. You know, this is not the time to blow up. This is the time to find peace, okay? Because, you know, we've got Mars and Neptune in a peaceful sign. <laughs> I don't know that that's possible for some people. It is an eclipse. Mars is involved. So sometimes it becomes this, you know, what are you talking about? I did this and you did that. And it just, it becomes a finger pointing, you know, situation. And I, um, I would recommend highly that you don't speak to one another with harsh tones. You speak gently, you speak supportively, you, and here's the thing. If anything, there is anything that Neptune and Pisces represent, it's surrender, and it's also unconditional love. And what you need to find right now to get through this is your own sense of unconditional love for yourself, most importantly, but for others, for the people in the world, for those who are under strife right now for so many reasons. And so whatever is bothering you and a loved one, reach out your hand, connect with them. This is not the time to get agitated. There's enough agitation in the world. And there was these last few months, let alone what's going on now. So what we need to address here is how you handle Mars and Neptune and how, because what they often represent is some sort of tricky energy and where you have been tricked or you have been, you um, need to avoid being tricked. You need to keep your eyes open, turn the lights on, put the radar up, you know, examine what's going on. Gemini is a place of communication. Gemini is a place of contact. Gemini is a place of thinking things through. Sagittarius is more action-oriented because it's a fire sign. But Mars and Neptune are acting 
behind the curtain or without conscious effort. So do you ever have an experience where maybe you have Mars in the 12th or with Neptune or something? I know I've had experiences where, you know, Mars is passing through the 12th and I'm like, ugh. Because what will happen is Mars goes uh, to assert itself and suddenly people are offended. What are, what are you talking about? Why are you, why are you, why are you like that? Why, well, what do you mean? Meaning that you go in, <laughs> so you're in line at the, at the store and somebody goes to call on the, a customer that was actually coming in after you and you say, hey, I'm sorry, it's my turn. Um, and you gently say this, because Mars is in Pisces, and people go, huh, well, you don't have to be so huffy. And what does that mean? Uh, but I, you, I wasn't being huffy. It means that Mars has picked up some tricks from Neptune and slips in there and sounds to you fine, but to everybody else comes out with this aggressive Mars because Neptune and Pisces are areas where we don't have a whole lot of conscious control. Things slip through our hands, things slip through our fingers, things slip through our, our right past us. And when there's slippery energy, we don't necessarily, we're like, what, what just happened? What just happened? What do you mean? I, I wasn't asserting. I wasn't doing that. And, and people are mis easily misunderstood. So with a Venus retrograde and a Mars on Neptune, wow, relationships can bring lots of misunderstandings. And the thing you don't want to do is really be in an aggravating place with people um, in a misunderstanding. And you want to try to turn down the dial on that. And if it looks like, you know, uh, we're in an age of text messages and emails where you can't hear the person's voice, but you are aware of what they're saying to you and you're aware of what you're saying back to them. Be extra considerate during this time because this is something that really gives us um, pause to choose our words carefully. Remember, you know, the sun is in Gemini. So this can also be a very illuminating time. The sun is illuminating. It's going to work with Venus. Now, here's the other aspect. Venus and the sun will conjunct on Wednesday the 3rd, which is in what we call an inferior conjunction. And that doesn't mean we're going to feel inferior. It means it's like interior. They probably should call it an interior conjunction. But inferior conjunction is when Venus is retrograde and the sun and Venus are conjunct, which is what's going to happen on Wednesday. But Venus, since it's moving backwards, is going to move away from the sun and be behind the sun. That's where it will be during the eclipse. So they're going to be together on Wednesday, you'll probably get a taster of the eclipse. You've probably already gotten a taster of the eclipse. And know that Venus and the sun are together and it gives you pause to think about your relationships and look at the internal feelings of relationships and how you're feeling about yourself and women, especially, you know, this is a time to own your female energies and how you're using them. And if you don't feel like you're in your complete feminine power, then you need to find out why that is and step it up and, and find it and connect with it. And this is a great time, especially for women, because Venus and the moon are opposite. This is a great time for women to connect with that divine feminine. Neptune is divinity. Neptune is divine power. Neptune is divine energy. It, you know, men too connect with your divine masculine. Do the right thing. Everybody needs to connect with the highest expression of their masculine and female energies. Okay? So the masculine feminine needs to be 
you know, not the wounded feminine, not the wounded masculine. And there's a lot of that in the world. You need to step it up and be as highly expressive as you can. Joy, unconditional love, peace, things that are uh, altruistic for the world. You know, you should ask the question of yourself, how can I be the best ideal of myself? right now? What's the greatest ideal of myself that I can be in these moments? That's what you're striving for. And if you can't find that ideal, if you like, you know what that is, if you can't find it, if you're having trouble with it, then what you need to do is kind of step back and, and go within, you know, we're still going within. There's a lot of going within right now. And it's so important to do that. So Wednesday, the inferior conjunction of the sun and Venus, the sun illuminates relationships. It illuminates finances. It illuminates our best experiences of ourself. Can you find them in this? You know, with Neptune, it slips through your hands. You like, I, I saw a glimpse of my best, highest expression of male and female energies. And it slipped out of my hand and I don't see it anymore. So go back in, go meditate, go, go within and just sit with it, write it down, journal it. Meantime, um, Venus and Mars on Tuesday are going to have a little bit of a best. We're going backwards. We started with Friday, then we're, we're talking about Wednesday, and now we're talking about Tuesday. So this is the day after tomorrow. And it's already June. As of tomorrow, it's going to be June. And on June 2nd, Venus and Mars will square, and they are con- continuously... Um, going to connect over this eclipse period. So they're already getting ready to talk to each other and they're talking to each other this week strongly on Tuesday. Again, I say, this is strong energy. It's a battle of the sexes. It's the battle of wills. It's the battle of your male and female side. It's the side that wants to assert versus the side that wants to pull back and remain um, passive. Think about it. Thinking. We're in Gemini. Think. And just own own your stuff you know this is this is we're trying to express the highest expression not the sneakiest underhanded avoidance escapism expression which is all the neptune energy okay so if something you're confronted with something don't avoid it if it's gonna if you know look at the choices you have gemini presents two choices can i should i avoid it should i run away should i should i confront it what you know, maybe it's not, you, you have to listen to your intuition. Things are, things are connecting with Neptune. The whole kit and caboodle are connecting with Neptune. This is, and you know, Neptune is your intuition. Connect honestly with your intuition. Don't say, I oh, want it feels better and familiar to run away. Don't do that. Use the time to connect with, strongly with your intuition. Now, since, you know, Neptune is far enough along in Pisces um the sun is not going to connect by square until a you know week and a half from now so we've got a while before the sun actually makes that aspect so there's a lot of talking between these planets a lot a lot of discussion between you know the whole Gemini uh component which is always discussing things the the Sagittarius that wants to you know ride out and be free the experience of Mars and Neptune being very much a, like hiding and not coming forward and being uh, being within. So maybe this is the time to take a step back and evaluate things inwardly. 
And that could be a really, really positive healing thing right now. Use the energy in the best expression and healing way for the greatest good that you possibly can. Now, the moon is in Libra today, and tomorrow it's going to make some very nice aspects to the sun and Venus and Gemini. So use this. This is when the goddesses are nice to each other. This is when the moon and Venus are talking sweetly to each other and take this conversation into your week. Because once the moon opposes Venus later on, when we get to Friday, this is, you know, the goddesses are going to be a little bit cranky with each other. And so remember how we are right now. Remember that we are speaking to each other sweetly. Libra does not like confrontation. Libra is, you know, the sign of peace and serenity and and relationship and let's all get along and why do my parents have to yell at each other and it's you know we've got to find that nice peace that's where the moon is now and will be tomorrow then the moon's going to go into scorpio on tuesday at eastern time 12:06 p.m so it will go into scorpio it's void from 6 40 a.m so the morning it will be void tuesday it will be then in a scorpio and then it's going to move um, and that's good for the planets in Pisces. So then the moon is going to, sp- first the moon is going to speak sweetly to Venus and the sun. You know, that's tomorrow. Then the moon is going to speak sweetly to Mars and Mercury and Neptune. And there's this nice um, sort of grand trine going on in water. So it's Mercury and uh, the moon. It's a little bit loose. And then Mars, it'll be and Neptune, it's it's very pleasant. So there's pleasant energies in this. There's pleasant things to look for. So Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday is more of that nice experience. So the Mars is um, the moon will speak sweetly to the one part of the eclipse, and then speak sweetly to another part of the eclipse, and then comes in and causes the the actual stress of the eclipse. <laughs> so it's okay. You know, don't blow your stack. If you're in a situation that it feels like you're going to, you know, blow up, don't do it. You know, take, breathe, take a step back, tune into your breath, tune into your body, meditate. That's what the Mars and Neptune are telling us to do. The act of asserting oneself inwardly, the assertion of spirit, that's what this needs to be. Not, you know, losing my temper. And then on Saturday, the 6th, the sun will, which has been talking to Venus and everything, everybody, all week is now going to square Mars. So, you know, the, this energy of the eclipse is going to carry itself into the weekend. We're going to be feeling, we're feeling it already, obviously, because of the rock and roll going on in the world. So eclipses bring out things that have been festering, especially when we've got Mars, Neptune, and, you know, it sort of slips under the door like, how did that happen, you know? And so do be careful and do be careful about your dealings with people. You know, uh, if you feel you're being manipulated by someone or something, you know, acknowledge it and do a little self-investigation about why that could be happening. Um, Once we get into the weekend, the moon is going to go into Sagittarius. It's, I'm, I'm sorry, Capricorn. When, when the moon is in Sagittarius as a Friday. So, or actually, the moon is in Sagittarius for the eclipse on Friday. What's going to happen on Thursday? We didn't talk about Thursday because it's not a big day this week. It's going to be void all day or half the day, 7.36 a.m. to 1.17 p.m. and then moves into Sag and then all day sa- Friday Sag and then 
avoid a good portion of Saturday in Sag before it goes into Capricorn at quarter to four Eastern time. So all all Saturday morning into the early afternoon, it's going to be void in Sagittarius. So after that whole experience of the moon going through the eclipse, it's going to square Neptune, go void, and then that's going to be it. It'll go into Capricorn later in the day. And then it's in Capricorn Sunday the 7th and Capricorn for a good portion of Monday. And it's going to be void on the 8th for a good portion of the day. So but we're mostly concerned with one Friday, the eclipse, the energies leading up to the eclipse. Um, we're looking at the inferior conjunction of Venus on Wednesday and the square of Venus to Mars on Tuesday. Pay attention. Don't, uh, if you have some doubts, if your instincts are, oh, maybe I shouldn't trust that person. Maybe you shouldn't trust that person. Or, you know what? Don't doubt your intuition. If something feels not right, listen to it. Okay, this is the time for that because of all the Neptune energy. And that's about it. So um, I advise you to stay as peaceful as possible. I advise you to, this is a time to transcend. That is what we're doing with Piscean energy, transcending, transcend the rock and roll. Somebody speaks to you the wrong way, just let it go. If unless it's really a big matter in your life, just let it go. Raise up your awareness, raise up your energy, be the best version of yourself, the most ideal version of yourself, and just allow yourself to find that corner of peace. We've got a lot more happening in June. June is a rocking month because we have another eclipse and then we have three planetary direction changes. Okay. And of course, you know, the sun will go into cancer later in the month, but we're just starting June tomorrow. So just get ready and use your energy wisely and try to find some peace in this week and, you know, be the best version. Don't get tempted to misbehave. Thank you for listening. My name is Deb McBride. This is the Golden Astrologer Podcast. My website is thegoldenastrologer.com. My Instagram is thegoldenastrologer. And my Twitter is at devastrology. You can also find me on YouTube where a lot of my Instagram videos go as well. And this podcast is available on my website in Apple and also on Spotify and other places where podcasts are. And I bid you a lovely week. And if you are interested in a session with me, please go to my website and click on book online and you will then be taken to the area where you can book a session. Thank you for listening. Be well, be at peace.